Frowning, Edward scanned the names of the hospitals, wondering where to begin. He had some facts to go on, but only a few. After all, Florence had virtually admitted that Tavener had had a nervous breakdown, and when they had first met, she had said that his last illness had been some months before that. Edward's hand hovered over the telephone. His palm itched to lift the receiver, and yet he hesitated. What was he going to ask the person at the other end? Whether a Mr. Aubrey Tavener had been admitted with a nervous breakdown approximately nine months ago? The plan was ill-considered, and he knew it. No one was going to give out information over the phone to a stranger. No. If Edward was going to discover anything, he had to prepare a story. A plausible link with Tavener. He toyed with various ideas and dismissed all of them, finally settling on the simplest. He would tell the hospital that he was Aubrey Tavener's cousin and was trying to find him because a member of the family was seriously ill. He would say that they had been estranged due to misunderstanding, but now family tragedy was bringing them together and he was desperate to find his missing cousin. Glancing furtively towards Tavener's closed office door, Edward rehearsed his speech in a whisper, a few added inflections in his voice making it sound more convincing. Finally satisfied that no one could resist such a poignant story, he folded the piece of paper and tucked it into his pocket. It was nearly midnight, far too late to begin making inquiries, and besides, using the office line would be dangerous. Tavener could walk in at any time and overhear his conversation, or he could already be tapping the phones. After all, if he went to the trouble of writing fake letters for his cleaner to find, it would be perfectly in character for him to spy on his employee. The door of the office opened a moment later, and Mr. Glaxman, the old bald man with the hearing aid, walked out, giving Edward a sour look. You still here, then? I always stay till we finish, whatever the time. I didn't ask you that. Blacksman said impatiently, I asked if you always stayed late. Realising that he had completely misheard him, Edward raised his voice. I stay until the last client's gone. Glaxman nodded. The cuff of a thick thermal vest hung beneath the sleeve of his shirt. It was frayed, the white dulled by myriad washings and slow dryings on steaming radiators. So you should. Young people don't know the meaning of hard work these days. Noiselessly, Tavener emerged behind him, looming over the small figure. His face was impassive, but his actions were quick, as though he was eager to be gone. Gone where, Edward wondered. Well, Mr. Glaxman, we'll see you soon. Tavener's voice was pitched more loudly than usual, more clearly to be heard. The old man smiled broadly. I've enjoyed it, Mr. Tavener, and the money's always welcome. I can't tell you how much. Well, you know how it is with just the pension coming in. He kept talking without realising that he was being gently guided to the door. Money goes nowhere, not these days, and I was younger. Tell me about that another time, Mr. Glaxman, Tavner said with surprising kindness. You don't want to be giving away information for nothing when I could be buying it. Glaxman paused, then began to laugh, genuinely amused. There's not many men who could say that, Mr. Taverner. You are a gentleman, he said, shooting a surly look at Edward before leaving. 
Both of them heard his slow feet descending the stairs, Taverner sighing with relief when the front door closed. He seemed tired as he smoothed back his immaculate hair, fingering the pigtail for an instant before turning to Edward. You can go now. I'll lock up. Feeling guilty as he thought of the list of hospitals in his pocket, Edward was unusually docile. Fine, I'll see you tomorrow. Something in his tone made Taverner suspicious. Oh, how's the gambling, Edward? His employee stiffened. Under control, and everything else is all right? Of course, Edward replied, unable to meet his gaze. Should anything be wrong? No, Tavner responded, his eyes narrowing for an instant. Nothing should ever be wrong.